Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Timmy and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We're the Donald Trump of the radio industry. Showing up, but not really doing our job properly. And maybe giving the wrong ideas. Yeah. No, on I don't how know, to why can't COVID. you inject it? I don't know why you can't. Like, it, it cleans your hands. Yeah. Why wouldn't it clean your yeah. blood? Poison. Poison is the reason. <laughs> ah, <fake news. laughs> hey, coming up in 10 minutes, you wouldn't believe, uh, you know, just what some people like to get up to in the privacy of their own homes, you know. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you know, with the, with the lockdown, I'm sure, I'm sure you're trying new things out there. Uh, but sometimes it can be a deal breaker. You know, where you go, that mm, no, sorry, that's not for me. One man has uh, has tried to spice things up at home, Aye. and uh, his his partner thinks that it's an absolute deal breaker. Oh. But I feel like all of us have accidentally done this before. That's no. in ten minutes. Bit of advice for that man: persistence and wine. Uh, but up next. <laughs> <laughs> there is a man that uh, has tried to break a world record in something I feel like if we had the time, which we now do, yeah, uh, we could all break this world record. But there's probably a lot of people out there that have thought of breaking a world record before, and I reckon we can help you do that. Next. On the other side of the Jonas Brothers, it's Mitchell and Michael hit 96.1. 96.1. It's 6.07. Jonas Brothers, what a man got to do. Head into Subway for the delicious new snack range, starting from just $2 later this morning after 7 o'clock. You know, maybe, maybe we're looking at things easing. If the COVID app does its job at least two and a half weeks away, but that means it's we're on the way out, aren't we? What do we, what do we ease first? More on that after 7. Oh, but Michael Ross, plenty of people have a lot of time. On their hands in their self-isolating days, and I uh, found this delightful article. It says, over the past few weeks, every Thursday evening at 8pm, millions of us have stepped outside our front door to clap for our carers. Hey, we haven't all been doing that. Yep. Uh, it's a British article. And it says, one lad has taken this idea and really run with it. Uh, his name's Jack Pagan. He's from London. Also, yeah. not you're from London. Uh, and I apologize for that. And uh, he has decided to try and break the world record for clapping for 24 hours. That's the current record. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. 23 hours, 59 minutes. Now, I don't know the BPM with, it, with the clapping. Like, I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's... That feels or if a little fast. Like, Because if you take too long in between, yeah, like, yeah, like that's that's not that's a clap not anymore. That's not good. Nah, it's not. Life. But also, like, you can't keep that up. So, look, you will have to go to check it out. It's on Lad Bible because right. you know that's where the greatest journalism uh, lives. But uh, he's basically saying, look, if the carers can can work 24 hours a day, I can clap and raise money for 24 hours. Now, look, we love a good world record attempt. We do. Okay. We used to go after a lot of them. 
We did. We had a whole... The whole point of our radio show of four or five years ago was to break world records. Now, we'd done everything. We'd done uh, most eggs uh, smashed uh, by a head in under a minute. We tried to do catching scoops of ice cream in cones. Yep. We'd done uh, most sticky notes stuck on the face in a minute. Uh, look, we were, it was highbrow stuff, the, the early show. We really, really went hard. But I wanted to know, 13, 12, 16, or send us a message, uh, hit 96.1 Limestone Coast Facebook page. Do you have a world record you are attempting or want to attempt? And we can help you. Look, it can be as uh, sort of unimpressive as that. Yeah, and sometimes it's like look, clapping. Anyone can do that, right? Yeah. But it's like, who's going to dedicate that time that's to true. clapping? Sometimes that's the world record. Look, I, I broke the world record for the furthest worm in 10 seconds in dance move. Look, it was great. It was amazing. He then got taken away from Yeah, me. not certified. but Not uh, certified. Uh, so, we've all, we're look experts at trying to break world records. So, if you've either attempted one or you're thinking of attempting one, give us a call, 13, 12, 16, and we can help you prepare. We can give you the platform, perhaps even the coaching and the support system to break said record. Give us a call, 13, 12, 16, or send us a message on Hidden 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Lizzo now, good as hell. 96.1, good Charlotte there. It's 6.20, and before that, we were talking... Guinness World Records, and a boy in the UK is attempting to go for a record that I would th- I would think might have been bigger than it already is. Twenty four hours continuous clapping. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's very it's impressive, but I also thought that something like clapping someone would do for longer than twenty four hours. Yeah, just because like we were discussing, if you can do it at just kind of this place, like like. That's a clap, what I'm doing now, and that's mm-hmm. quite slow. Yeah. So, 24 hours, he, that should be manageable. I love a good manageable uh, world record. This is never, the world record, just looking at it now, has never been done before. That's always a good one. It's never been done before. Nah, it's always good to do a record no yeah. one's ever attempted, because then if you just show up, you win. Now, we've got long-time listener Jezza on the line. Jezza, is there a record you want to go for? Kind of. Uh, I haven't broken one, but I have idea of maybe one. But it's most times uh, someone's called into a, a local radio show. You know, over a year. <laughs> I'd have to. Oh, that'd be. You'd be up there, mate. <laughs> what do you reckon it would be? Oh, I, I have no idea. But be at least what more do you, than ten. How, how many times do you reckon you have? Uh, fifteen or twenty times at least this year. No, nah, there's nothing. There's nothing. It do- <laughs> so it doesn't exist. So you could be no. the first. You could be the first to set that record. Maybe <laughs> we, maybe we get you in touch with Guinness. Well, what would yeah. you be willing? Like, how many times a show would you be willing to call? Maybe over a hundred. Okay. So, I reckon. I reckon you're already you're already up there for the year. I think you're being modest at uh, at twenty for the year. Uh, I'd like to put you around 50 for the year. So we'll keep track from now. <laughs> and if you go another another 50 days consecutive, then uh, maybe we put that forward to uh, to our Guinness World Records. <laughs> It'd be a good idea, I guess. Thanks, Jezza. <laughs> yeah. 26.1, it's 6.26. Harry Styles, adore you. We've got new sport and weather 
on the way. On the other side of that, after what's trending in about five minutes' time, you know, we've all probably put our foot in it at certain times. When we're trying to be romantic, you're trying to do the nice thing, and you may be saying something that you shouldn't, and it could be an absolute deal breaker. We're going to be talking deal breakers on the other side of what's trending. But this morning we are talking Guinness World Records. We love a world record. Mitch, you hold the unofficial world record for fastest worm in 10 seconds. Yeah, it ended up getting taken away. 19.68 metres. Did it at the halftime of the Wildcats game. So, you know. It was huge. We we loved records back in the day. And we've been inspired again by a boy going for 24 hours continuous clapping. We want to know how can we help you get a world record. Jezza, our long-time listener, is going to be going for most dedicated listener to our show by calling us as much as he can. We think over 100 times he needs to clock for the year. Uh, we've got someone else on the line now. Uh, we've got Adrian. How's it going? How's it going? I, I think that I'd be in the running for that bringing <laughs> outfit. <laughs> we have competition. Okay. Yeah, mate. You'd be I up there as well, mate. Yeah, look. Okay, sometimes, admittedly, I say some bad things and it doesn't always make it to air. <laughs> but I do make the effort and call you guys. That is true. Uh, you've also dropped off a squeegee and a pie, so it gives you extra points. Yeah, and plus I listen every morning. Okay. We, I'll tell you what we're going to do then. We are going to give away a most dedicated listener record. Personally, from Mitchell and Michael, we are going to... You will go head-to-head with Jezza. But you won't know. You won't know. You won't know the rules. <laughs> But, and, and you'll be going for most dedicated listener. And the winner of that, then they can maybe go forward for the Guinness World Record. Okay. Well, the only problem is I get in and out the car a lot, so yeah. I might miss some sections <laughs> of the show. Uh, we have no excuses, uh, mate. technology to <laughs> keep the car running the whole time. Yeah, but when I go into the supermarket, that's a little bit hard to listen still. Nah. Come on, Adrian. Let's commit. Let's commit to this. It sounds like a second place list. I, I I believe in you. You know, I believe that you could do it because you're you're quite right that you are right up there in the numbers. You don't always make it to air, but you are right up there, mate. Do you want to be Scotty yeah, Pippen or I'm Michael there, Jordan? Well, look, you've you've seen me, Mitch. You know I can't jump that high. <laughs> <laughs> or probably jump at all. <laughs> All right. Good luck, sir, and we'll see if you walk away as the winner. Yeah, I don't need no luck. I know that I'm going to win this. (laughs) Thanks, Adrian. (laughs) All right, see you, boys. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. double shot there at Billie Eilish and and Endor. (laughs) Now, Mitch has just been scared out (laughs) out of his skin. I was even a bit surprised as well. Your four-year-old girlfriend's daughter has appeared. It came out of nowhere. (laughs) Hugged me. I wasn't even looking. I thought I was getting... I thought it was a small home invasion (laughs) by Oompa Loompas. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, uh, things are... You might have to to tell her to go back to bed. Okay, it's taking her back to bed because things are about to get a little bit bit adult for a second. It's before 7 o'clock, so this is going to be okay. Uh, good move, mate, because we're about to get a little bit, uh, maybe a little yeah. bit M15. Yeah, I'm back. My heart, like, it just snuck up on me. No one told me kids do that, like little ninjas. <laughs> anyway, uh, back on with this professional show. Uh, you, you were saying? Oh, uh, yeah, we're going to get a little bit sexy in here. 
Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Lucky, lucky I put the kid away That's, too. Yeah, this is perfect timing, okay? you gotta got to get the kids away. It's before seven, so they're not up. No. Nah. But there's, uh, there's been a bit of a deal breaker out there. Uh, it's gone viral. Um, not that kind of viral. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep those to yourself. <laughs> uh, now, pillow talk, you know, a little bit of the... Uh, yeah. the, the, the Things you say in the bedroom in the boudoir, you might uh, get a little mm-hmm. bit, a uh, little bit hot and heavy. You might want to start talking a little bit dirty. This yep. <laughs> this man has gone viral because his dirty talk is just subpar. It's just, it's just no good. And his partner feels like it's a deal breaker. She said that you really? know they were uh, enjoying a little, a little intimacy, yeah. and he rolls out with a, with like a, oh yeah, yeah, you're my. My dirty little tomato. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? He's because uh, she she uh, she asked. She's like uh, to clarify. I kind of did ask for it. I said it'd be nice, you know, maybe if we, you know, talk kind of sexy, like maybe that'll spice things up for us. And so the it's best, op- the it's best the he could do. Consent. What do you mean? That's the 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 opposite of consent is not consent. What are you doing? No, but it feels like it feels like it's like I want you to do it. Yeah. Ah, you're not doing it well. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so he's he's stuffed it up. He's tried to do a bit of dirty talk, and he's ended up with the best he could do was "You're my dirty little tomato," <laughs> and she said that she's never felt so turned off. Did he do it like? Was he? Did he stay with the tomato connection? Was he like, "I'd like to aroma around your body, <laughs> oh. like aroma tomato"? Trust me, <laughs> it's another type. It's another type. Yeah. Of, yeah. It was, it was, I had another one in my head, but I can't say it on air. <laughs> now, uh, deal breakers, you know, maybe saying the wrong thing. Everybody's been there. We've all maybe said the wrong thing in the heat of the moment. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I, look, well, we not, can all assume I probably have. Not in the heat of, like, that moment, but we've all said the wrong thing to a partner, you know. Like what? What have you said? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. I've said, look, I've said many, many things over like the years. Like what? No, you know why I'm saying it. It's because no one can imagine it. Everyone can imagine me. Like a salesperson will hand us like an ad and I'll be like, oh, thanks for giving me that ad. And everyone's like, oh, Mitch, again, HR. Like everyone can assume that I would I would do that. But no one can assume you would. No, You're like a, no. a cardboard cutout of no, a real and, person. And I agree. It's like it's for me. It's not sexy. I don't have a sexy bone in my body. What there's have you no, said? There's nothing. What? No, I've said nothing sexy. Okay. What I meant. What is, have you tried to say? <laughs> I've, I've never. <laughs> no, I'm saying. All right. Let's go back to your wedding night. How? Do... <laughs> I don't know what I said that night. <laughs> Time. Oh, I think I've scheduled it. Yep, it's time for our. What is it? <laughs> look, confirmation okay. of the. No, I've name? actually. Look, if you want to know, like I've got, I've got a good nickname for my partner. I call her Peachy Cheeks. Uh-huh. Okay, so not uh-huh. dirty little tomato. Well, I call her Peachy Cheeks because she was eating like peachy yogurt. One, it's a longer story. Uh, but if you also know, like peaches look like butts, so that works too. Okay, so there oh. we are. <laughs> oh, Michael, behave. You're getting, you're getting too far away from what I wanted for this. Okay. We've got someone on the line as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, ta- we'll take the calls next. Uh, what, have you, what, have you, what have you accidentally said? Like, I want to open it up to that. So saying the wrong thing in a relationship. 13, 12, 16. In only 6.1.
In your eyes, the weekend. We were asking on 131216, uh, when have you said the wrong thing to your partner? One guy is going viral because he might have thrown up a deal breaker while getting a little bit uh, a little bit sexy in the bedroom. She was like, yeah, say, you know, say some saucy things to me. And the best he could do was say, you're my dirty little tomato. Maybe because she said the word saucy. So he's like, like, ah, tomatoes. Yeah. Or he's like, was he like, you're my dirty little green tomato. Like, I must leave you for a while until you're ready. <laughs> oh. Now, thirty what have you said the wrong thing? We got, uh, who we got on the line? Yeah, you got Chris Emo. Hey, Chris. Uh, is this you chiming in for your, your first official? Absolutely. <laughs> what do you got? keep track of all of this. It's on. Uh... So, essentially, I do a lot of sleeping uh, and I do a lot of talking in my sleep. Yep. And uh, I'm a single man and I've had, uh, had a young lady say over a couple of times just, uh, just for some company. Ooh. And uh, there's nothing really in it, but apparently in my sleep they may have said that they couldn't be. I might have led a fair amount of false hope uh, that I wasn't aware of. Oh, I, so may, nice. I may have dropped the old L word in the sleep, which I think... Was a bit uh, premature, uh, unacceptable. Premature in that way. Huh? <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, yeah. So I wake up in the morning and uh, I've been uh, made aware of what I've been saying in my sleep, and oh. uh, and I sort of was left a bit red faced, so I didn't know, really know what to say. Except uh, geez, I say some silly things when I'm sleeping, eh? <laughs> oh, just oh, oh. brutal honesty. <laughs> Uh, thanks, Chris. Uh, no worries. <laughs> you always got to be careful in a relationship. You don't want to say the wrong thing. We actually got un- we actually got more calls coming through. Uh, who-, who have we got on the line? You got Christopher. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> <laughs> I'll mark you down for two. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, listen. Uh, so this one time, I uh, I had got myself a partner. We've been together for a fair while. Yeah, and. Uh, we all had a few to drink, and um, I was pretty tired at the time. I think it was part half asleep, and uh, I whipped out the old uh, ex's name oh. at the, the wrong time. And uh, nice. let's just say I slept on the floor or the couch or wherever I couldn't crawl to because I wasn't sleeping on the bed that night. Oh, oh mate. Sound uh, the wrong thing. Uh, I, I had a girlfriend that. that wanted me to do that a while ago. Sleep on the floor. No, no, no. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Whipped out the wrong name. Yeah. It's like, uh, what do they call it? The radio. At least I didn't call her a sister's name. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> so Chris is called <laughs> twice for one, one topic. Dedication, because is... he is the most dedicated listener right now. Yeah, we've weirdly launched something we didn't expect to. Which Chris, is, Jezza, and called, Adrian all called, going head-to-head. We called someone our most dedicated listener, and then like the other dedicated listeners have like kind of been offended. And instead of like uh, going, "Well, I'm not listening anymore," they went, "Well, I'm <laughs> going to be the most dedicated," and it's delightful fun. Hey, coming up after seven o'clock this morning, um, probably those three guys. <laughs> probably them. Uh, you can you can chime in as well on thirteen twelve sixteen. Do call the guys are just <laughs> they're very excited and they really want to be dubbed most dedicated. And you too could steal that from them. Ninety six point one Max Graham versus Yes, owner of a lonely heart. Today's quarantine. You get it because everyone's at home, been been lonely because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. You get it. 
Well, hopefully we'll be able to come out of the social distancing and self-isolation. Did you know that Prime Minister Scott Morrison said that if 40% of Australians pick up the COVID Safe app, yeah. that's one of the marks for coming out of this self-isolation. Ooh. Which feels like holding us to ransom. It is a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> you now, better download that or you're not coming out. <laughs> now, 50% of us have downloaded it. Is it 50? No, 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 out of me and you. Oh, yes. <laughs> have you done it? No. I have. Okay. Are you going to? Probably not, no. Why not? Because I don't think that it's uh, I don't think it's effective and I don't like his threats. So I'm being like a petulant child. So he's got forty percent of you need to do it. I like I don't want to do it. And he's like, if forty percent of you don't do it, we might make it uh mandatory. And I said, Well, wow. I'm definitely not doing it now, Mr. Prime Minister. You are part of the problem. <laughs> um look, download the app. It's quite simple. And basically it's like if you walk past someone and they have coronavirus, and then it tells you, and you're like, oh, cool, now I've got coronavirus. And then you go and tell, and then the app tells the people that yep. have come near you that you have coronavirus, yep. and we quickly figure it out. I'll be honest with you. I don't want the government to know oh that God. the only person I come within 1.5 metres of is occasionally my wife. Exactly. And not <laughs> even that, I've heard. Uh, now, look, the government does know your location. That's kind of how it works, right? But I don't think they're going to use it. Uh, because you're not that important, okay? And we talk about this all the time. The people that freak out about that stuff, look, someone who's not doing anything illegal yeah. doesn't normally care. No, Stop doing well, illegal true. stuff. Yeah. So, look, are you worried about hackers? <laughs> hackers don't want your stuff, okay? You don't put in your bank details. You're not going to lose your identity, okay? Just download it so we can get on with life, you little weirdos, okay? But it's here's my problem with it, Okay. Because it's all about getting back to life, and a lot of the experts are still saying that we shouldn't. Just because we have a magic app that tells us stuff, we still could be going back too mate, soon. Mate, just because you have an app that can give you directions to drive to Spain doesn't mean you should do it, okay? You can still keep self-isolating. So you doing... want both. You want everyone to have the app and not come out of the isolation. Essentially, yeah, only essential. You might pass someone. You might go to the, the petrol station, fill up your car, boom. That dude could have had corona. Simple yeah, as that. That's the other thing as well. Coming within 1.5 metres of someone with corona doesn't guarantee that you'll have corona because if they don't cough on you or you don't touch them, all yeah, you've done is walk past the person. Yeah, but then if, if you find out later that they've, they have it, then you can go get checked and it's better to be safe than sorry. Stop. Take your little tinfoil hat off. You're normally the smart guy. Do the smart thing. Yeah, I'm doing the smart thing. I don't think they've accounted for it. I'll tell you what this. Get this app that will tell you if you've come 1.5 metres from someone, or I'll come within 1.5 metres of you, put a beating on you. You don't know what Mitchell Tiddley has. You don't want to get that close to him. Exactly. If I don't get you with one of these these hands, there's something else that could do far more damage. <laughs> it came out incredibly wrong, and I'm sorry, HR. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael. It's 96.1. Halsey now. 96.1. It's 7.25. A double shot there of Halsey and Justin Timberlake. Can't stop the feeling. We've got new sport and weather on the way. Coming up in What's Trending this morning, if you are a 90s kid, there are big trends coming back, whether you like it or not stick around. That's in five minutes' time. We are talking the COVID Safe app again this morning. We heard yesterday on the show Angry Bruce's thoughts on the COVID app. I stand 
in the camp of I don't I don't want the app, even though ScoMo yeah. wants forty percent of us to have it. I don't want it. No, that's not even that much. That's like an okay shooting percentage from three in a basketball <laughs> game. Okay, that's not even that good a percentage. But you've got the app. Yeah, because I want to be part of the solution, not part of the problem, have Michael you, Ross. Ha- and I'm not, I'm not doing anything it? illegal. Have you tested it? I'm not doing it? anything illegal. What? Tested it? Yeah. Have you like, like, I've got it. So, and have you gone out? Have you been going within 1.5 metres of people? Yeah, I've been hugging people. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we've got Jezza on the line. Uh, Jezza, what do you think of the COVID safe app? I don't like this, uh, this app either. Why I don't, don't you? It's a good idea. But why? Well, How much I don't drugs trust are you my dealing? government to stop using it once this is all over. What, your location? They already know where you live. Uh, so, <laughs> let me put it to this way. You know, with Facebook and other online sites, they use your location data and you're searching things to advertise properly to you. Right, yeah. Advertise better to you. So yeah. we unknowingly gave up our, you know, personal de- that data for them to make money and we're not making anything off of that. Yeah. In so, the same way, I don't trust my government to stop tracking us hmm. when coronavirus ends. Where are you it going, Jezza? It's it. like a slippery slope, that's all. Where are you going that you don't want them to know about? <laughs> well, I'm not going anywhere illegal, but it just, just it feels upon. like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, but you know they already have that information, right? They don't know where you are all the time. That's, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I don't want the government to know where I am all the time. Why? What are you doing? It feels like they're spying on me. Even though I'm not doing anything, it feels like I might be doing something wrong. I feel the same way about stop and frisk stuff. Let me tell you. Carrying anything on me. When I'm walking down the street, not doing anything wrong, I don't freak out when I see cops. However, when I'm breaking and entering, I do. So (laughs) don't do illegal (laughs) and you won't be scared. Simple, better, easier said than done. (laughs) (laughs) It's easier done. It's actually easier done than said. I kind of stuffed it up. <laughs> okay, a couple of things to clear up. Uh, first of all, watch me. your language, mate. <laughs> it's after 7 o'clock, so careful. Ah, puppy cut. And uh, second of all, the COVID Safe app, I've done the research, COVID Safe app doesn't, uh, doesn't track your location. That's not what they're interested oh, in. Oh, boom. Look at that. You're even wrong there, everybody. But guess what? That's, that's part of why I don't like it. I would rather it track the location. Why? Because COVID can exist on surfaces for hours after someone with COVID-19 has put it there. So you say you're at the shops and you pick up your toilet paper, someone with COVID's touched that packet, you're now okay. touching it, okay? okay. And then you've okay. got to go wash your hands uh, and everything. Okay, okay. doesn't factor uh, that in. Okay. What about how much pain will it cause in your life to get it? Like, we can all get None. it. Here's the then thing. Then get it. Here's the thing. They can make it completely mandatory, and it'll backfire. How about this? Get with it so we can get on with it. Because once we get 40%, <laughs> you, we're... Do you work in his cabinet? What slogan is that? I'll is... tell you what. I bloody should. Okay. Get with it so we can get on with it. COVID safe. In <laughs> 96.1. 96.1. 7.45. Double shot there of St. John and Garbage Cherry Lips. Head into Subway for the delicious new snack range. Just $2. Mitch, do you, you, you're with me in that thinking that like babies look kind of odd, right? Yeah, I believe, uh, if I can go down a limb here, 
Baby boys, not that ugly, but they're okay, like cute two, three-year-olds. Uh, baby girls, really ugly, but cuter two, three-year-olds. I can't tell the difference. Like a newborn, I can't tell if it's a boy or a girl. Uh, oh, they all come out undercooked. <laughs> and uh, my, my dad's cousin has had another kid, and so my mm. big Italian family just keeps growing. So I've seen a lot of babies over the years, and they've all they've all had slightly different things about them. All like they're all really cute. I've never seen like a like a horrible looking baby, like a really ugly baby. But they're oh, all they're a little ugly. bit odd. Okay. Yeah. And so this new one, she's she's adorable, she's cute, but I've seen lots of bold babies. Mm-hmm. Or, and even I've seen like babies with thick hair, which is yeah. equally as weird. Especially Italian, yeah. But this baby has got the the hair of my granddad. Like, it's around the sides and the back <laughs> and nothing on top. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the classic granddad haircut on a newborn baby. Is it combed over to, to hide the top? <laughs> a little bit. There's like a little fuzz that just lies, lies flat, hoping to cover it. Does that mean that... That baby girl will end up having really good hair because it will be like a layered. Maybe. Like it like the bottom bit's already long. Or she's gonna Benjamin Budner hair wise, starting as an old man and it's just gonna get luscious as she gets older. Oh. <laughs> Thirteen to sixteen. I do wanna know. Like what what was odd about your baby? So to the parents out there, because everybody loves their kids. I understand that. Everybody thinks that their babies are adorable. But don't you tell me that there's not a part of you that when you look at your newborn, you notice. They're like, oh, that's a bit odd. I, I'll tell you, what, that's, that's, like, that's one of the glories of having a girlfriend and then she has the kid. Because like, I'm, like, if the kid does something cute or like does something wrong... And then my girlfriend's like, oh, but she's so cute. I'm like, I don't have that attachment. Yeah. Like, you're in trouble. <laughs> like, that, doesn't, that doesn't work on me. And But there would be so many parents, because every time you see a baby born, literally like day of, mm. it's normally the ugliest thing ever. Like, I know the birth bit is all like, beautiful. Oh, my God. You've never <laughs> seen it because you're both not parents. Yeah, and we terrific. get that, right? <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is you might think it's it's attractive, but the baby, no, no, no. Gross. So, what are you saying? What is weird about your baby? Yeah. What did you notice about your baby that was a bit weird? Like, I have a, I have a friend uh, whose whose daughter is now about sort of three, I would say, and is still very bald. She she doesn't really gr- oh, grow like hair. Yeah, but that happens. And then they um sometimes they sprout beautiful hair when they get a little older. Baby, it all takes time. 32 or 16, uh, what was weird about your baby? Give us a call. Hit 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. It's 8.04. You're coming up in 10 minutes' time, Mitch. Oh, I'm going to play a bit of karaoke. you got to guess the song with... <laughs> That's right. This, uh, there's a shirt that has a unicorn pocket. Uh, there's, of course, my girlfriend's four-year-old. Uh Whoa, oh, that's awesome. what is it? A unicorn it's a uni- shirt. It's like a unicorn with a pocket. Uh, she's getting ready for childcare. Right. Uh, before we do that, I actually recorded uh, her singing some songs. 
<laughs> Amazing. Oh, she can hide them in there. Yeah, we recorded some songs, and I want people to be able to guess, and I want you to be able to guess what songs they are. Maybe I can give you a prize. <laughs> That's in 10 minutes. You hide some chalk in there. Next, okay, though. Keep getting ready. Keep getting ready. See how, <laughs> see how fast you can get ready. Let's play a competition. Well, we definitely know why Mitchell Tinley needs uh, isolation eased. Jeez, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, what am I running childcare as well? <laughs> I'm sure that's what you would love. You'd love to come back to work. There's something that everybody wants to be the first measure sort of brought back, the first thing relaxed upon. Yep. So up next, on the other side of Justin Bieber. Okay. Sorry, she just said, you can do your work, and then you can help me put this on. So thank you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll just do my work. What song is it? Justin Bieber now, and on the other side, what's yeah, the first thing you want eased? When we Look, get uh, just more childcare, more <laughs> help, please. Thank you. 96.1. It's 809, Justin Bieber, Intentions, and Coronavirus Day. I'm not sure what it is. I've lost track of the days. I don't know how long we've been separated like this, Mitch. It's been like a month. And, uh, you know, it's tough. I'd, I'd love it if you could come back to work. That'd be a nice first step back on the road to recovery from coronavirus life. Yeah, because you're in the studio. I'm at home. Uh, I would very much like to already come back to the studio. As you've noticed, I have countless interruptions <laughs> through this show of just random people making breakfast, getting up, wanting attention. Look, working from home is hard. My restriction ease would be to be back in the studio. That's what I want to know on 13, 12, 16. What's the first thing you want to ease? You know, like if you could ask, if you could ask ScoMo, just ease one thing for you. What are you bringing it, back first? It does feel like that. It does feel like it's like the lotto and we've got a ticket every day where you're just sort of like, I hope that he'll come out and say, okay, gyms are open again. Like it, you kind of are hanging out every yeah. time around about 11 a.m., 12 a.m. You're waiting for him to, to come out and go, Oh, this is now back on. And you go, yes. So, so what are you hanging out for? Our families are back in WA and they've actually they've actually eased some of the restrictions in Western Australia because things were more serious than here in South Australia. And my dad is very excited because this is the thing that he was wishing for. Can and I guess? Go is on. it home opens? It is indeed. <laughs> okay. He's a real estate agent. So they've got, you can now have 10 people uh, inside, like, a location, and you would think that he'd be like, great, I can see nine of my family again. No, he jumped, <laughs> he jumped into our family chat, and he's like, guys, they've, they've brought it back up to ten. I can do home opens again. Oh, that's... <laughs> isn't, isn't, like, his brothers in uh, it as well? Yeah, they're all estate. in real estate, so they're so all, they, like, None of them care. They're just like, home opens. Yeah. No, no, I don't care about family. No parties, whatever. That is yeah. that is true. Like, if Okay, so imagine I'm Scott Morrison. Yeah. All restrictions are off. What's the thing that pops into your head that you're the most excited about? That's the thing you care about the most. I'd like to dine in somewhere again. Yeah? You know, like, takeaway's nice, but that I enjoy, like, I enjoy going out for a meal with, like, with my partner. You know, like, let's have the space, but that's what I'd bring back first. Like, have less people in a place, but I want to bring back first, like, a sit-down, dine-in experience. I think it would be, it'd have to be the gym. The gym for, for you? 13, 12, 16, 
What is the first thing you want to bring back? Give us a call. Here, 96.1. 96.1, Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding there with I Need Your Love 816. We're asking on 1312.16 this morning, if you could wish for one thing to come back, what's the first thing you're bringing back with coronavirus restrictions? My dad's celebrating the fact that 10 people can now be in a location in Western Australia. You would think it'd be because he loves his family and he wants to catch up with them. No, no. He's in real estate. He wants home opens again, so he's celebrating. So if you could bring back one thing, what are you bringing back first? We've got Leon on the line. G'day, Leon. How are we, gentlemen? <laughs> Very good, good, thank you. What do you want to bring back? Racing. Racing? Motor racing, yeah. We've oh. got... Uh, We've got two race cars sitting in the shed that we've been tinkering with, and we've run out of tinkering. We need to bust them again. <laughs> now, what, we're not race heads ourselves. What type of racing is it? Uh, the Like rally, uh, it's at Seac Park, just out of Mount Gambia, so it's a bit of uh, town across and stuff like that. So, yeah, against so, the so time f- and a bit of rallying. and uh, Four-door uh, so and lap? Or yeah, is it like bush? <laughs> <laughs> and I also do off-roading too, so I can't okay. wait to get back oh. into that. Well, that'd be great yeah. if they can come back. I don't see why that can't come back, because if, you, if you're if you all in separate cars and then you, yeah, the spectators I? stand apart. Yeah, but you've got... Uh, most cars have a driver-navigator, then you have a pit crew, right. then you oh. have recovery vehicles, okay. officials, camping oh. people, spectators, and it really adds up really yeah. quickly. So. You can't just have one guy in the pit crew doing <laughs> everything. I, I can see that. What have you been doing no. to... To keep it going for you, like, have you been playing racing video games? Like, how are you keeping that? Tinkering. Tinkering. Like, oh. uh, yeah, a lot, of, a, a lot of work on the car that hasn't been done for probably, you know, 12 months has now all been done. And now the cars, we've run out of things to do and run out of money to spend. So we're ready to go and break them. Uh, Leon, <laughs> we'll put it on the wish list and hopefully ScoMo brings back your racing. Yeah, so do I. Ninety six point one eight twenty five. Sam Smith to die for. We've got new sport weather on the way. What's trending on the other side of that? And we'll also be checking in after 8.30 on uh, on the kids' the limestone coast. We heard from the kids yesterday who were going to school. Let's hear from some who are still staying at home. And are they actually, are they actually learning the book smarts or the street smarts? Oh, I like it. Uh, also hearing from the kids. Uh, many people listening to this show over the last couple of weeks have noticed that uh, there's constantly been one four-year-old either disrupting the show, be it good or bad, uh, but it has changed the show uh, a little bit. And I thought, you know what? Why not? In- why not make this a good thing? Why not use the little four-year-old that lives in my house to do work for me? I want to play. That's uh, the dream. It is. I want to play a guessing game, Michael Ross. Okay, sure. Of. Uh, songs, and I want to know if you can guess how good this four-year-old is singing certain songs. Okay, so I recorded her singing her favourite songs. I did not prompt her at all. Just said, like, sing me a couple of your favourite songs, and we're going to get Michael to guess what songs they are. Would you like to hear clip uh, number one? It's George Ezra. Want the answer, yep, clip, clip one answer. I'll be riding shotgun. shotgun. Yep, people would have heard that on this station before as well. Great, yeah, okay. I think she did that really well. Yeah, no, I think that's one of her better ones, yeah. so I thought it would start off strong. Uh, would you like to move on to clip number two? Guess what she's singing? 
Sorry for walking pardon. Sorry for working pardon. Sorry for working pardon. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for wo- It sounds like she's doing the tune to Faith by George Michael. But Is that it here one more done? Uh, Sorry for walking pardon. Sorry for walking pardon. Oh, is it the broken hearted? Something to do with bro- mm. Let's have a listen to the answer. I don't think I've got that one. Sorry for party rocking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the lyrics, the two words around it. Now, so listen, listen to the clip again. Does it make sense? Sorry, Sorry for walking party. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little more difficult. Okay, you're one and one. One and one. Moving on to clip number three, songs sung by a four-year-old. Will you be able to guess what it is? Here is number three. Guess who's a psycho? We're both a psycho. Guess who's ah. really a psycho? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, I think it's called, like, Psycho. Is it? Clip number three. Answer. Yeah. Oh, sweet but a psycho. Yeah. So, like, not bad. She's not far off. And those are just off the top of their head. What if we just don't pay royalties? Yeah. And we just just get a little four-year-old, pump out the, the hottest tracks. I'm down. Like... This, if we if we can bring this back at least every week, then it's, also, e- it's easier for us. Also, after recording all of these, I, we do have to be careful with what songs we play because kids are very impressionable. Right. Can you play the last clip I sent you? No, that us. Is there a prologue one? Okay, sorry. Prologue. Play that one. Usually means before, not after. Sorry, mate. Girls are psychos. I girls psychos. Why? Because they scream. They do, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> so because of that song, she thinks all girls are quote unquote oh, no, psychos. No, they're so impressionable. I know. We have to be careful with what we play. What song's up next? Uh, we've got ads, so we'll just brainwash oh, we'll them to buy things. Yeah. <laughs> Get, on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. 96.1, double shot there of Reef and Doja Cats. 8.45, head into Subway. Try the delicious snack range starting from just 2 bucks, and you can walk away with a Subway meal deal voucher. Thanks to them. If you just give us a call on 13.12.16, uh, we did get a call on 13.12.61. Uh, I believe that's SA Power. We love getting those calls too. Uh, sorry, oh. we can't turn your power back on, though. We were talking about, like... To start the show today about the most dedicated listener, like people that call us the most, it might be people to get their power reconnected. <laughs> they might be number one, and then second is anyone else. <laughs> now, I do want you to have 13, 12, 16, and this one goes out to the kids. Yesterday, we couldn't get through all of your calls. Thanks so much for giving us a call about if you were heading back to school or not this week. Got an interesting call uh, off air yesterday, Mitch, from a kid called Taylor. Yeah. And, uh, Taylor wasn't going back to school, still staying at home, but they weren't doing your traditional maths and English. No, they were learning other skills. They were on the tractor. What? 12 or 13 years old, I think, and on the tractor, on the farm, learning life skills. But what about uh, algebra? Well, do you really need algebra? Do you remember your parents sitting there going, I don't know why they don't teach you about tax at school, about, about accounting, making yourself a budget? It was like, well, now's the opportunity. Parents, you can teach. If you're homeschooling, like, 
As long as they don't, as long as you hit that curriculum, you can teach them all the other life skills. Do you reckon that's the thing? Like they're finally like, all right, time to teach taxes. Taxes. It just turns into like my dad going, and then the government takes your hard earned money. History. Let me tell you about a little thing called <laughs> the war. Okay. I was there. <laughs> so, 32 or 16, are you still getting homeschooled? And are you not learning your traditional subjects? Are you on the tractor? Are you out in the garden? Are you doing, like, carpentry? Are you being a mechanic with Dad? 13, 12, 16. Real life skills. Are you learning real life skills when you're being homeschooled? Give us a call. Hit 96.1. That was Hit Breakfast with Mitchell and Michael. Ah, It was. Just just pulling over. What do you mean? (laughs) Hang on. You're not on my Skype screen anymore. No, no, no. I left. You're supposed to be in the studio. I'm at home. Or have I? I've taken the little portable radio studio because uh, I'm going to take a uh, said four-year-old, features many times on the show, uh, to childcare by nine. Um, you like our listeners yeah. doing the run. Yeah, I know, but I've safely pulled over. Yeah. Yes, you are getting older, and uh, soon you'll be going to school. Uh, yeah, so just kind of living my life in the world that we live in now. You know, you just got to keep pressing forward, don't you? Indeed you do, and we will press forward tomorrow. We'll be back 6 a.m. Uh, oh, you... I'm going to watchdog tomorrow too, so You're watch social dog. distance, okay. everybody. Yeah. So be on the lookout, Mitch. We'll be hitting the streets and making sure you all stay far apart. See you then.